Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle Podcast and welcome to episode 43. So we're just going to go ahead and dive right on into this. Today I want to talk about something that I dealt with a little bit over the summer during my hiatus, which might sound kind of silly since I was supposed to be on break, but while I was on break, I was planning a bunch of new content for YouTube and for this podcast. So even though it was supposed to be a break, It wasn't a true break because I was still having to prepare and prep and get ready for when my return would actually happen, which is obviously right now in the month of August. And one of the things I noticed that I tend to do a lot more than I realized, and only during this hiatus did I realize I was doing this, is self-sabotage. Now, the way that I define self-sabotage is when you take an action that's not in your best interest, or you do something or behave a certain way or think certain thoughts that kind of derail you from achieving the things you want and from living the life that you want to live. So self-sabotage in my case tends to be procrastination, listening to limiting beliefs, and also giving into fear. So this is kind of what I want to talk about today. I don't know how long this podcast episode will be, but I feel like self-sabotage is something that a lot of people deal with. And if you're listening to this, you may be shaking your head saying, oh yeah, I definitely felt, you know, procrastination. I've definitely felt like I've given into fear sometimes, or I've listened to those limiting beliefs and those negative thoughts. And I haven't really gone for the things that I truly want in life. And I think it really does hold us back. I think self-sabotage can be a very dangerous thing if you don't know how to recognize when it rears its ugly head. So today I want to talk about kind of a four-point system that I came up with over the summer when I would start to feel like self-sabotage was encroaching on my life. So as you can probably tell, it's not really easy coming back from a break or a hiatus. I feel a little bit rusty when I, you know, start filming a video or even when I come onto this podcast because you take some time off and you you kind of get out of flow a little bit, so I'm still kind of working on getting back into kind of my natural state of flow and channeling that. So like I said, as I was coming up with new content and really thinking about how I wanted to take, you know, where I wanted to take my platform, exactly what I wanted my content and my brand and everything to look like and kind of redesigning and redefining everything, I noticed that there were certain behaviors or thoughts or triggers that would come up that were self-sabotaging. So 
my first step in my little four point system is to recognize your self-sabotaging behaviors, thoughts, and triggers. Because if you don't know what they are and you can't recognize them up front, then there's no way that you can overcome them and in a sense, get rid of them or know when they're there to take action and take steps to overcome them. So for instance, for me, I have three self-sabotaging behaviors that I identified over the summer and I want to share them with you in case you're like, oh gosh, I have no idea what types of behaviors I might be doing, you know, cause it's, it's not easy to figure out what you're doing to sabotage yourself because a lot of the time it's not really a conscious thing. It's just something It's just something your mind does. We have 50,000 thoughts a day, and sadly, a lot of those thoughts are negative if you're not mindful and you're not conscious of the thoughts that you're thinking. So a lot more of your thoughts than you may realize might be self-sabotaging. So I have three things specifically that I identified over the summer that I would do more so in the behaviors and thoughts category. I don't so much have a trigger. I don't think maybe I do have a trigger that causes me to self-sabotage. And it's probably more of a feeling I get if I start feeling overwhelmed or anxious or stressed out, that could be a trigger to then start doing these things. But the three things I do that I recognize as self-sabotaging behaviors are number one, I rationalize with myself. I almost rationalize myself out of doing whatever it is I want to do. I'll think, oh, I have, you know, X amount of time to finish this. So do I really need to start today? I can just make up for it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and I'll kind of rationalize and say, well, you know, I did all this yesterday and it wasn't related to what I really wanted to do, but you know, I can put it off for another day because I can catch up the next day. So it's like the worst way to procrastinate is to just keep keep putting something off and keep saying tomorrow, 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 when tomorrow is really a relative term because all we have is today. So that's one of my behaviors is when I start to rationalize with myself and say, oh, like I can just put it off until tomorrow. I know that that's a self-sabotaging thought and it's a self-sabotaging behavior when I decide to act on that. The second thing I do is I do everything but that thing that I want to do. So I will do everything else on my to-do list. I will, oh gosh, I'll run errands. I'll go to the grocery store. I'll, you know, clean the house. I'll, (laughs) I don't know, do laundry. I'll just do a bunch of chores or other kind of mindless tasks that don't require a lot of brain power. So I found that if I mark every single thing off of my to-do list, except for that thing that I really need to get done or the thing that I I want to get done because it's a project or it's a goal or it's something I'm working toward, then I know that's also a self-sabotaging behavior. And that one is dangerous because I don't realize I've done it until my entire to-do list is already completed. So that's one where I kind of have to catch myself in the act as I'm marking things off and kind of getting that, you know, instant sense of gratification. I have to realize that I'm doing everything but the thing that I need to do and that I need to prioritize that thing first. And then the third thing I tend to do is I over clean. I am a little bit of a neat freak. I like things to be very organized and in their place, but I, I've noticed that if I'm stressed out or anxious or if I'm putting something off, I tend to just overclean. Like I will wipe down countertops and then, you know, five minutes later, if there's dust or dirt or something on the countertop, I'll wipe it down again. 
Or same with like, you know, Denali sheds a lot. She's a husky and especially in the summertime, she's blowing her coat right now. So there's just fur everywhere. (laughs) And I'll sweep with my little Swiffer duster mop thing and an hour will go by and she'll have gone outside and, you know, went and ran around and she'll come back in and shake her coat and there's, you know, fur all over the floor again. And so I'll go, you know, pick up the Swiffer again and do the same thing. So I just tend to over clean. And a lot of the time I'm over cleaning when there's something that I know I should be doing, but for some reason I just don't want to do it. And all of these things I just mentioned are a, a type of procrastination. It's me listening to limiting beliefs and kind of giving into fear a little bit, which is what I'm going to get into with my second point in my four point system, which is once you've recognized your self-sabotaging behaviors, thoughts, and triggers, you need to get to the root and understand why you're wanting to do those things. Why am I wanting to overclean? Why am I wanting to do everything but the thing that I really need to do? So to really figure out what's going on here, and when you really drill down, and this can be hard to do, Trust me, I know, because I don't really like to look at why why I'm self-sabotaging. I don't think it's comfortable for anyone. I don't think we want to admit when we're kind of throwing ourselves under the bus and not, you know, not being the best versions of ourselves. It's, I mean, for me, that's, you know, it's hard to do. But when you sit down and you really ask yourself, okay, what's going on here? You will find that at the root of everything is some sort of fear a fear-based thought, a fear-based belief, or it's a cousin of fear. So whether it's, you know, fear of acceptance or you're feeling very uncertain, there's a sort of uncertainty or a cloud around whatever it is you're going to do. Maybe you don't know where to start. Maybe you've started and now you're in the middle and you don't know how to continue. Or maybe there's a sense of guilt there where you feel guilty for wanting to work on something when you, you know, could be spending time with your kids or your family you know, versus doing whatever it is that the other thing that you want to be doing. So what I found specifically over the summer was that while I was very excited to create new content and kind of get back to YouTube and podcasting and, you know, create all this content for you guys, I also was having some days where I was self-sabotaging. And what I found, and this is, you know, this is me being very vulnerable and open and just kind of letting you guys know what's, what's going on with me and giving examples as to what I've been going through. And maybe it'll, it'll awaken something in you or spark something in you where you'll realize, oh yeah, you know, I do that too, or I have that same fear too. So I think a lot of the reason why I was hesitant or kind of putting off working on creating the content for my YouTube channel and for these podcasts is because I had a little bit of a fear of acceptance because I didn't want to disappoint. I didn't want to go on this long hiatus and this long break and take a step back and then, you know, come back and feel like my content wasn't good enough or like I would disappoint or let people down or that maybe people would think that my content, you know, would be worse than what it was before because I decided to go in a new direction. And (laughs) so I had kind of this fear of acceptance and I was also kind of scared to create new content and do something a little bit different and outside of the box because 
I knew people kind of depended on that content. They use their, you know, my videos in the morning for their inspiration and as part of their morning routines and to start their days. And while I love that and it's amazing, that does put so much pressure on me. I feel like it puts a lot of pressure or I put a lot of pressure on myself to deliver that and to make sure that I'm being inspirational and motivational. And this is exactly why I'm coming on here on this podcast is to say that you know, I'm not always, I don't always feel inspired and motivated. Like I have rough days. I have days where I self-sabotage and that's exactly, exactly the reason I'm coming on here because I think it's important to talk about that and to have a platform for this discussion and for this topic, because we all have these days and it's not all rainbows and butterflies and sunshine every single day, like sometimes things are hard and we self-sabotage and we have limiting beliefs and we give into our doubts and our fear and we procrastinate and we delay and we don't go after our dreams. And I just, I really want everyone to know that it's okay. And it's, it's part of human nature to be afraid and to be scared, but we just have to recognize it. We just have to recognize it. So when you can figure out what's really going on with you, so for me with YouTube, it was that fear of acceptance and kind of not wanting to let people down with this new content in this new direction. And what I had to sit down and do was I, I journaled through my feelings and realized that I was, I was the one putting this invisible pressure on myself. And I knew in my heart that going in a new direction and realigning myself with the kind of content that I wanted to put out there. I knew that the people who are meant to hear that content and the people it will resonate with will stick around and they will stick by me. And, you know, I will have that amazing support system I've always had. And yes, there may be some people that get lost in the shuffle or decide to move on and, you know, don't want to be a part of the community anymore. And, you know, that's, what I had to come to realize is that that is totally fine because you're not going to be for everybody. And I want to speak to and reach the people that I know I am meant to speak to and to reach. So once you can identify what's really going on with you, and for me, again, it was that fear of acceptance and realize that I only I need to accept myself and my content. And if other people resonate with it and they enjoy it, then that's just an added bonus. But as long as it's it feels good for me and I feel good doing it, the only person, the only permission and acceptance I need is from myself. So that's the second point in my four-point system. The third point is to write down a plan of execution. <laughs> so once you've figured out your self-sabotaging behaviors, thoughts, and triggers, and then really identified like why you're doing it, what's really going on there, what, what fear is underlying your behaviors. Then you need to write down a plan of execution to really get going on whatever it is you've been putting off. So for instance, for my YouTube channel, I sat down and I said, okay, if I'm the only person who has to accept you know, my content and I only need that permission and acceptance from myself, then what is this going to look like? So I mapped out a bunch of potential topics, things that excited me, things that lit me up, things that I was just so excited to talk about and share. I also wrote down the dates 
that I wanted to have everything filmed by when, you know, the dates I wanted to have everything edited and when I wanted to have everything uploaded. So I made a plan of execution. I had deadlines. Once you have your plan of execution, the fourth thing is to take small action daily and then know what it is you're going to do next and by when. So for me, for YouTube, perhaps it was, you know, if I had gotten a new camera, maybe I needed to figure out the right setting on a camera. Maybe I needed to watch a tutorial on YouTube for something that has to do with, you know, new editing software or maybe that new camera that I got. Or perhaps it was just a small action like brainstorming in a notebook, brainstorming some more ideas, more topics, more things that I could talk about, more new innovative ways to to bring my message and what I want to share to everybody. But you have to take that small action daily and really have it be in these bite-sized chunks because it can be very overwhelming and very daunting to look at the big picture. Those small actions every single day are going to lead up to big results. And then of course, as with everything in human nature, this cycle is something that's going to repeat itself because You'll have your plan of execution, you'll get going on it, you'll feel really great, you'll take those small action items, you'll do the next action item, and then the next one will be bigger, the next one a little bit bigger, and pretty soon you'll have a completed project in front of you. But at some point, that self-sabotage is going to creep in again, and those behaviors and those thoughts, those triggers are going to appear again. And so just knowing that the cycle is going to repeat itself is very important, but also recognition is key. So you just have to know what those behaviors, thoughts, and triggers are. And once you know, once you know what they are, you can identify them and start this four point process. So that way you can kind of overcome that self-sabotage, overcome procrastination and limiting beliefs and not give in to fear. So that is it. That is all that I have for you today for this podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you do like this podcast, I highly recommend checking out my personal development book called Be Your Own Hashtag Goals. It's available for purchase on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, The Book Depository, and Books A Million in paperback and also in ebook. So make sure you check that out. Other than that, I will chat with you guys in the next episode. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers. Cheers.